like an all-time favorite song? Um, not necessarily. No, not really. I mean, I, I have songs that I like, but what are some of your, like, your favorite songs ever? Um, Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen is definitely up there. I don't even think I know that song. You probably don't. Um, what else? Um, Heat of the Moment by Asia is a good one, too. <laughs> I, I do know that one. Okay. I mean, I don't know if it's like all time favorite, but it's one of those ones where like every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Gotcha. Fair enough. Um, what about you? Uh, you know, I'm kind of the same way. I, I, I feel like my favorite song changes with my mood practically, you know? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, but I do have a few that are really high up there, you know, Pseudologia Fantastica by Foster the People. Um, uh, there's a few gorilla songs, uh, Hong Kong by the gorillas and then the, the extended version of Desolée by the gorillas. Um, there's a couple others I could name, but, um, there's a third gorilla song that I really like. It's called do you thing. Okay. It's a pretty unknown gorilla song, but it's really freaking good. So this song was made. Uh, I don't remember how long ago it was. It was a collaboration between the gorillas, Andre 3000 and, um, <clears throat> fuck. What's his name? Hang on a sec. James Murphy. Okay. And, uh, it was, it, it, the, the song basically just existed to, um, uh, uh, be used in converse commercials for a bit. And okay. the music video for the song features, features a lot of Converse high tops. So, you know, there's a point on its record right there. Cause I'm obviously a big old Converse boy. Right. But, um, you know, the song isn't very easy to find these days. It's not really available on any other normal channels. I think because of like the deal with Converse or something like it's not shown as part of their discography on like Spotify or iTunes or anything. Okay. So you can really only find it on like YouTube. But there's two different versions of the song. There's 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 a four minute version of the song and there's a 13 minute version of the song. That's considerably longer. It's quite a bit longer. And uh, the 13 minute song is probably one of my all time favorite songs. It's really, really, really good. Um, but I also could understand why people might not like it because it's a bit goofy. OK. Um, at about the five minute mark, the music, the sound of the music changes pretty drastically. Uh-huh. And Andre 3000 starts singing for a very long time. The entire time, it's just him. Uh, from what I know about the history of this song, everything beyond that point was recorded by Andre 3000 in one take. Nice. And it just absolutely sounds like he's having a complete mental breakdown. Oh. So I, I want to read you the lyrics from that point on in the song. Okay. Okay. So this is Andre 3000. Um, yeah, I'll read, the, I'll read the bridge before it, just so we have a little bit of... I don't know. Just like cool. it, it's the it's the course, I guess. Um, so every time we try, we get nowhere. Wouldn't it be nice if we were just normal people? Yeah. Trying so hard to act like we don't care. I don't care. But it's true. You do. Nothing is left. So I guess I'm right. Flip the page. Our days are revelations. Space is strange. Doctor, I've got no patience. Oh, it's all a part of the process. It's 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 hard to read lyrics without thinking of the song. Yeah, no, I gotcha. Okay, okay. Nothing's new. It's true. Cool. I admit. Shit. I guess you're right. And then this is where it gets interesting. I even mumble. I'm the shit. Need mumble. I can mumble. I can mumble that I'm the shit. I'm the shit. I'm the shit. Yeah, I'm the shit. Ha, I'm the shit. I know it sounds good to you because it sounds excellent to me. I'm the shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the shit. I do it because I'm convinced. I do it because I'm the, I'm the shit. I'm never on the fence. Ah, I'm never on the fence. Yeah, I'm the shit. Yeah, I'm the shit. Yeah, I can even take keys on y'all. I can even make it 100 degrees on y'all. I'm the shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm the shit. I'm the shit. Mumble because I'm the shit. Yeah, I can mumble because I'm the shit. I can mumble. I don't have to say shit because I'm the shit. I don't have to say a goddamn thing because I'm the motherfucking shit. And you know it. I'm the shit. Say it with me. I'm the shit. Sometimes I feel like the shit. Sometimes I feel like the shit. Sometimes I feel like I'm shit. Sometimes I want to stand for something, then sometimes want to sit. <laughs> I didn't really plan on cussing, but sometimes it just slips. And I'm the shit. I'm the shit. Yeah, I'm the shit. Ah, I'm the shit. Ah, yeah, I'm the shit. I know it sound good to you because it sound good to me. I'm the shit. Yeah, yeah, I'm the shit. I can even walk away from the mic because I'm the shit. I did it tonight. I'm the shit. Yeah, I do it right. I'm the shit. I don't even touch. I don't even know how to sing in key. Oh, it's all about me. I'm the shit. 
I'm crawling back to the mic. I'm the shit. I could do this all day. I'm the shit. I could do it anyway. I'm the shit. Yeah, I'm the shit. That's it. Yeah, I can say it. Now I can say it. Don't you see it? I don't even sweat. Ah, I'm the shit. I'm the shit. I said I'm the shit. It might sound good to you. It sound excellent to me. Fuck, I'm the shit. I'm the shit. This is my favorite line. I take a piss because I'm the shit. I can <laughs> fart on it. I'm the shit. I get smart on it. I'm the shit. I get dumb on it. I'm the shit. I make her crumb on it. I'm the shit. The sum of it. I'm the shit. The sun love me. I'm the shit. The moon is jealous of me. The sun is jealous of me. The rain is jealous of me. Everything is jealous of me. I'm the shit. I'm the shit. I'm the shit. And then he just screams basically for like a, a solid couple seconds. I, I, I can, I can understand a little more how he was able to do that in one take. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he just made half of that up as he went along. 100%. You can't have a piece of my pie. I'm the shit. I'm that guy. I'm the shit. I don't know why, but I'm the shit. Yeah, I'm the shit. Don't even have to scream. I don't even have to dream. I'm the shit. I make you cream because I'm the shit. Yeah, I'm the shit. When I stand up, everybody say I'm the shit. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it ends. Nice. Oh, that's good. Super goofy. I, I super recommend after this podcast, go and listen to the, the full extended version of do you thing. It is legitimately a really good song, but those lyrics are just fucking hilarious. I like it. I'll, I'll probably listen to that on my way home. Actually. Uh, you have to let me know what you think, but yeah, I was just, I was listening to this today and I was like, God, God, I can't more people need to know about this. Yeah. Wow. So Mac, you're you're a big uh, you're a big Halloween fan. Sure, I am. I fucking love Halloween. Yeah, and we're we're in the heart of spooky season right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, girl. How uh, how do you? This is kind of uh, like hotly debated. People take one side or the other. How do you feel about candy corn? I'm not a fan, but I don't actively hate it. Okay, so you you're one of the few people that kind of rides the fence. Yeah, I, I feel like most people are definitely like love it or just want to like send it into orbit, <laughs> never to be seen from again. I don't think it's good, but I don't think it's bad. It's kind of just a nothing flavor. It's yeah. like it's like eating wax. Yeah, like sweet wax. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, I recently heard of uh, a tasty little treat. Where you just do a 50-50 mix in a bowl of candy corn and dry roasted peanuts. That does not sound good. See, I'm a big fan of the sweet and salty. So I think that I think that might be might be freaking delicious. I don't think those textures would work together at all. You'd have like the candy corn kind of like crush and form around the peanut. Then the peanut would crack underneath it and that would just be weird. I don't know. I feel like I got to try it. I've been hearing a lot about it. I'm not going to have any of that. I never buy the candy corn. So nor do I die, nor do I buy dry roasted peanuts. So yeah, I don't really either to be honest, but I mean, I might have to go out of my way and buy both just to, uh, just to give it a, give it a shot. Maybe. Um, my parents came and visited over the weekend. Oh, nice. Um, because it's my, my parents wanted to spend some time with me before I move across the country from them. Sure. Um, <clears throat> while they were over, we decided to get Chipotle for food. Okay. So we placed our orders online and my dad went and picked it up while my mom and I hung out here. My parents have this dog who has like, for some reason, and I'll, I'll, I'll say to I don't know why he's like this, but he has like severe separation anxiety. Okay. And like, mind you, he's not like a retired race dog. He was never abandoned. He wasn't a stray. We've had him since he was a puppy. Yeah. He's been with us his entire life. There's no reason he should have a separation anxiety, but yeah, literally like you close the door and he can't see you and he just starts yelping and hollow, hollow, howling. And since I live in an apartment, I couldn't have that. Right. Um, so we stayed here while, while uh, John went and picked up the food. Um, he comes back and we, we, we open up our food and like, you know me, I'm not a, I'm, I'm a very picky eater. Yeah. But I, I, I want, I want to read out. I, I want you to, to tell me if you think this is everything that I ordered on my Chipotle. Okay. I got a burrito bowl. It had rice, beans, and tomato salsa. Okay. I, I, that's I, it. That, that's that, it. That, that was, was all it? that was on it. <laughs> what? Well, I mean, first of all, it's missing meat. Like that. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the big one. Yeah. That's the big one. I, I mean, cause at first I thought you were going to keep going with ingredients. Nope. That was it. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I mean, it was the most. It wasn't even like completely full. It was like half full. It was the most pathetic Chipotle burrito bowl you'd ever fucking see. Because I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I don't know if Mac likes beans. Maybe they gave him beans by mistake. (laughs) No, they just like cut out half of my bowl. And I wasn't alone. My parents like they they have a new brisket bowl. Yeah, and both of my parents got the brisket bowl. I just went with steak. They neither there's neither other bowls had brisket in it. What? Nor they did, nor did they have fajita veggies, which they'd ordered. I didn't have queso or steak. So, <sighs> so they just like royally fucked up our orders. Wow. And so, like you know, you you know, I I'm I'm not the kind of guy who argues with this kind of thing. You know, generally speaking, if I get a fucked up order, I just eat it. Yeah. But even I would go back with this. It was that was not a meal. No, no. <laughs> they literally left off like half of your order. Yeah. So. So John calls them, tells them our orders are fucked up. They say they'll fix it and uh, uh, he can come back and pick it up. So he goes back and I, I tell him on, on his way out. I tell him, make sure you check the orders while you're there. Cause like, oh. I'd like to believe this is a one-time thing, but at the same time, like that was a really big fuck up. Yeah. And so he comes home with two orders of Chipotle because, okay. uh, because he checked the order when he got there and sure enough, they fucked it up again. Oh my god! They didn't do it the same way, but they did. The, it was it was better. It was closer to what it was supposed to be, but it was still missing a bunch of stuff. All of our orders were. Oh my god! And so they remade it a third time, and on the third time, they finally got it right. Oh. So now I have um, two extra servings of Chipotle in my fridge to be reheated. One of them is actually edible. The other one, I think, I'll just get rid of because, like, that's that's not enough food for the boy no no i'm not just gonna eat salsa beans and rice that's not enough Ugh, no that uh so that was our that was our chipotle experience yeah that's not a good one no it didn't go well yeah i mean i know uh i know like restaurants are suffering like for help but that's that's a really really bad fuck up why does no one have people hired right now it's like everywhere is understaffed i'm we're understaffed where i work I don't know, man. So we've we've talked before how, you know, you handle all of like like the technical side of the podcast. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I just screw around with social media. I uh, I know. So I know you don't look too much at like the number of plays or listens or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But we got some serious international love last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I I had been looking and um like week over week the numbers like doubled, which I was like, oh that that's that's, that's pretty, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, mostly from Canada. Okay, Scorpions telling his friends. Yeah, I think so because we had previously had um uh, a bunch of listens in in Ontario, but we also added. Uh, Alberta and Quebec within the last week. So I thought that was pretty, pretty sweet. But then we went really international. We, we had at least a single listen in Seoul, South Korea. Sick. What's going on, uh, Korea? Um, Bosnia. Okay. And Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. What's going on, y'all? Do you speak the language or do you just like the sweet, sultry sound of my voice? Yeah, so... Do you think anybody listens to, like, not maybe not us in particular, but just in general, do you think anybody listens to podcasts purely for the voice? They don't even understand what they're saying? Uh, maybe. I mean, you've talked about how Microwave likes to go to sleep listening to the sound of your voice. Yeah. Obviously, she understands you, but... I don't know. Yeah, I can see that being a thing. Sometimes you just need noise. You don't even need to hear what they're saying. You're not paying attention anyway. You just need noise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that's got to be a thing. Cause I mean, think about like international music, like a lot of times, like in other countries, they'll listen to our music and not be able to understand any of it. I, I don't, I don't think that's the same at all. I listen to, I listen to a lot of foreign music. Well, right. But like, you don't understand it. You like the way it sounds. Well, okay, yeah, I guess it's the same in that regard, but I don't, I don't, I wouldn't put them in the same camp. It, it's not exactly the same, but if people do that, I'm sure someone just listens to someone talk. Maybe. 
Maybe someone listens to podcasts, try to learn English, and they end up horribly crippled because no one in no one who speaks English speaks, speaks it correctly. Right. Although that probably would bode well if they were actually trying to use English in a practical sense. You're probably right. But have you ever noticed like the 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 the, the people who don't speak English natively? tend to like uh, people who speak it really they'll they'll speak it really well and then they'll like apologize for their accent and it's like you don't have an accent you speak better than i do (laughs) yeah yeah i yeah i know what you're talking about god i'm looking at my notes and i have a note and i don't have any clue what i meant by this i think it was probably like an autocorrect and so Whatever that was is just lost. Yeah, it just says Mario is back. (laughs) Was that related to the Mario movie? I guess. Or like our conversation we had last week. About uh, like the the voice actors for the new movie, but I don't know. For some reason, I wrote down Mario is back. I'll leave it in there. Maybe it'll maybe it'll come back to me at some point. So. I've got some beef. Not, not with you. You're, you're my boy. Never with me. I'm a good old boy. Um, but we've, we've talked a lot about people being unaware of their surroundings, especially in like the grocery store. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Man, it had been a while since I've been to Costco. <laughs> I was waiting for you to finish your sentence so I could do that. <laughs> Fucking gross, dude. Costco is by far the worst. It's like no one in that store has ever been in any other store ever. Yeah, I can see that. Like no one's paying any kind of attention. Just ramming their carts into shit, sitting in the middle of the dang aisle way. Yeah. And then you combine it with those like XXL size shopping carts. Yeah. And it's just. God, I was I was in there on on Saturday. And so that was like even worse because it was super busy. But. Ugh. I would never go to a Costco on a Saturday. Yeah. That's basically hell. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't ideal, but yeah. I feel like a small family going into a Costco on a Saturday would lose a child. Yeah. Which they probably should. I mean, I'm not gonna tell them they should have kids because I don't want kids myself, but you know. God, I every time I'm in one of those like big warehouse style stores, I just want to fucking climb up the racking, you know? Like a monkey. <laughs> Just get up there. Well, I mean, like we used to do at World Market. Yeah, but we worked there, so it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be uh, a little frowned upon. And plus, they go up like several more levels. Oh, quite a bit higher than ours ever did. Yeah. But God. Our our boy, Steve. Um, uh, uh, our, our angry coworker, Steve. One of the most ridiculous things I ever walked in on at, at World Market, and there were a lot of things I walked in on at World Market. Other, like, other than Steve's ass crack hanging out. <laughs> oh my god, Did we, we never talked about that. His entire ass. <laughs> oh my god. Steve, uh, that's basically like the best way to describe it. Steve never had his pants pulled all the way up. It was always pulled so far down that you could see basically his entire ass. Yeah, like if they went like an inch lower, you'd be able to see like some sack or something. (laughs) God, I have never seen that much of someone's ass. I feel like I'm intimately familiar with Steve's ass and I shouldn't be. Yeah. And I mean, like, okay, fine. If if it's like a one time thing or like it randomly would happen. All right, whatever. This was all the time. This was though. like every day. If it, he if he crouched down, it was ass o'clock. <laughs> it was like I thought we were having a Mario Brothers movie right there, you know? Right. Got some plumber's ass sitting out. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. But um anyway, one of the most ridiculous things I ever walked in on um in our store, we had you know, all this racking in the stock room that went pretty high up to the ceiling and we would, you know, keep stuff on it, mostly furniture. One of the dumbest things we ever did that I never fully understood. And, um, eventually we stopped doing, and then the company told us to start doing it again. And I was like, why are you enforcing this? This is a terrible idea, but we would keep like 80 pound living room chairs, like up on the very fucking top where they were impossible to pull off. Yeah. And like, 
you know, I'll reiterate from a previous episode, like the, the, the living chair boxes were basically a box, the shape of a chair without legs. It was just like an L shaped box. Yeah, there is no good way to carry an L shaped box. They're so fucking awkward. No. So to have to pull it down from this racking that is 12 feet in the air on a ladder that you don't have a ton of space manure on, it's it's a nightmare. Like, I'm surprised I never got killed doing that. Yeah. And like, it was fine once they were up there because we'd have them together like Tetris. Right. Yeah. But then when you take them down, like one part of it's like top heavy or bottom heavy, depending on which way it was configured. But trying to carry those down a ladder like. You'd basically like you you have to just disable one of your arms by like having like the crux of the L be where your arm is and you like lift it with your shoulder. Yeah. You don't really want to do that on a ladder because not only are you fucking up your center of gravity, but you really should have both hands on the ladder if you can. Yeah. But anyway, one time I walked into the into the stock room and Steve was standing on top of a rolling cart. Pulling, oh my god yes <laughs> pulling one of those chairs down it was a fucking silver cart with like a flat top that just had wheels and could have fucking rolled away at any time yep and he was just standing on top of it no one else was helping him no pulling one of those chairs down and so i ran up to it and i grabbed the base of it so it wouldn't move and i was like steve what the fuck are you doing <laughs> I remember that because <laughs> I think you and Carissa walked in too and like yeah. had, to, had to come help out. Uh, God, that dude, even if that guy like wasn't in his 60s, he that would be unsafe for him to be doing. Yeah, that's unsafe for anyone to be doing. But like, especially at that age, like he could he could have easily died doing that. Yeah. Oh, God. Could you imagine if he would have fallen? And just been like laying there like face down with his entire ass sticking up in the air. <laughs> Completely dead. God, what if what if he like shit himself and he died? Where, <laughs> would, it just, would it just like roll out onto the ground? Yeah, there's nothing to keep it in. <laughs> oh, God. Nothing funnier than uh, dead people shitting. Am I right? Oh, dead people shitting and coming. <laughs> Speaking of uh speaking of shitting, um I've talked before about how, you know, like when uh when I know Lily's about to have like projectile diarrhea mm-hmm. and she starts power walking. Well, I got home yesterday from work and um you know, it's time for her to go out. So, I take her out and I I kind of thought there might be some projectile that's going to happen because the previous day um, it started out solid and then started getting a little soupy toward the end. (laughs) So usually that's an indicator that the next time is just going to be like full on like poop explosion everywhere. Um, So I take her outside and she's like taking her time and I'm like, what the fuck like like i'm just like expecting her to like need to go sure out of nowhere i look this is this is gross it's gonna get a little graphic but we like that she like doesn't start like squatting and it just starts like leaking out of the back of her jesus christ (laughs) and then then she squats and there's like a little more liquid and then she just like projectile launched a solid piece (laughs) (laughs) at least three feet that's so gross it was so gross and then it was followed by more liquid and another projectile solid oh my god uh and of course she wouldn't she wouldn't go this morning when i tried to take her out so i'm not going to be at all surprised if I go home and she's shit all over her crate. So fantastic. Yeah. So that's great. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. Did I tell you that Luna got a UTI? No, uh, it's, it's all resolved now, but, um, uh, a, a couple or last last week, week or two. I don't know. Um, Luna was acting really weird. Mm-hmm. And then like out of nowhere, she like sat down next to my couch and, tried to pee on the floor which she never does okay so i like 
I saw her and I moved her out of the way. I was like, don't do that. That's not, you're not supposed to do that. And yeah. I looked and it was red. There was like blood in her urine. Oh, so I immediately took her to an emergency vet. I was yeah. like, I'm fucking around with this shit. Yeah. They, uh, it, it, it took two hours for her to check her, for her to check her. It was almost like an hour and a half of me just waiting there. But, um, uh, everybody loved her there because she's, you know, a very sweet cat. Yeah. But, uh, it turned out she had a UTI. And so they gave me, um, they gave me uh, antibiotics and they gave me pain medicine to mm-hmm. give her. And the pain medicine was supposed to stop her from trying to pee on the floor. Uh, uh, while the antibiotics were obviously for the UTI. Yeah. And so they were all, they were both like oral medicine syringes, mm-hmm. which is pretty normal. And, um, that's how I found out Luna's a little bitch about oral medicine. <laughs> okay it was an absolute fucking nightmare for like four days having to give her this medicine oh i i i had to at first i i didn't really know how to how to handle it so i just kind of tried to like corner her and like force her mouth open and stick it in and you know in any other context that sounds horrible but (laughs) right eventually what i ended up having to do just to just to like have any chance at this is I would have to go into my bathroom and close the door so she couldn't escape. Kind of like when I cl- cut her claws. Yeah. And I would have to like sit cross legged on the floor, grab her, put her down with her back into my stomach, like lift my knees up to like close her in. Yep. Then I'd have to grab her by the jaw and like force her head into like between my shoulder and my chest. Okay. It couldn't it couldn't go side to side at all. Yeah. And then like force her mouth open and just like shoot it in as quick as I could. Yeah. And oh my God, she would start drooling like nobody's business to try to get it out. It would oh just like, oh my God, she would have like long strands of drool just sticking out of her mouth. And like, <sighs> it wasn't just the one either because of the pain medicine. I had to give her two every day or every like morning and night. Oh geez. So it fucking sucked. Uh, uh, and she was a real fucking nightmare about it, but she's all good now. Okay. You only had to do that for four days. You said, yeah, it wasn't that long. Okay. That's not bad. It, oh. it was like I was worried. I was worried I was going to need more antibiotics. Is like there was more than one that I straight up missed. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I thought I got it in her mouth and she she moved and it like shot onto her face. And that again, in any other context, doesn't sound great. But. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and one time, one time, like I had her like on the floor and like I, I had her like between my knees and I was like holding her neck down and like trying to like prior jaw open and so like i got it open and i shot it in and it just it, it i i shot it too fast and it like bounced back out and just sprayed <laughs> onto the floor <laughs> oh god it's like if you sprayed like a like a squirt gun against the wall yeah 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 oh my god uh, it sucked and so um towards the end towards the end i just like looked up how to give a fussy cat you know oral medicine and uh what I ended up doing was taking a towel and I, 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 I would kneel her down between my knees and I would wrap the towel around her, 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 her neck so she couldn't like claw at me. Mm-hmm. And then like I would probably open it, her, her head, like her, probably open her jaw like that and she wouldn't be able to move that well and she wouldn't be able to try to attack me. So it worked my bed much better and I was able to like push the medicine in slowly so she actually got it. Yeah. Uh, and luckily it, it, she seems to have gotten enough of the antibiotics to be all good. But I, I really thought I was going to need another dose because... Like there was a, there was, there was at least three that missed somehow. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. Giving animals, um, medication is horrible. It sucks. Why can't they just understand that I have their best interest at heart? I don't know. Like, have I ever tried to poison you Luna? Why would I suddenly try now? Right. Right. We just want to help you. Oh, God. One time I had to give Lily eye drops and that was, oh, that doesn't sound great at all. No, she's got those tiny little little slits for eyes to begin with. Mm. That wasn't good. I can't imagine it was. No. Mm-mm. Just understand. All I'm do, trying to do is help you. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, now, you previously worked at McDonald's. Very briefly, yeah. Um. When you worked there, was the McRib ever an item? I don't remember. I don't think so. I wasn't there long. I was only there four months, and it's like a it's like a limited time thing most of the time. Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't think I worked there while it was. Okay. Have you ever had a McRib? I have not. Oh, okay. I find it to be pretty tasty, and I saw that they're coming back November 1st, but they haven't released, like, what areas are going to have them. So... 
my favorite limited item is the shamrock shake. I'm glad you just said that. Um, one, I enjoy the shamrock shake, but I figured I'd bring back ask Mac five questions. Okay. And my first one, my first question is it was going to be a segue from uh, the McRib, but um, what fast food item would you like to bring back permanently? See, I don't know if I would do the shamrock shake. Okay. Because I feel like the limitedness of it is what makes it so special. Well, and I, I mean, that's the reason why they do shit like that. It's like, it's that time of year. It's March, baby. Let's get those shamrock shakes. Right. Okay. Do you have one that you'd like to permanently bring back? See, I can't think of like anything besides like a case of Rado, and that's not really gone. That's just online only. Yeah. I know people lost their shit over like the Mexican pizza, but I never had it. Neither did I. So um, the one I would bring back is Taco Bell had a grilled chicken Caesar burrito mm. that was really freaking good. It was like quality, like romaine lettuce and chicken and okay, red strips and Caesar dressing wrapped up in a burrito and grilled. And that was that was pretty good. Before they give it to you, they flip it over and stab it in the, in the back with a knife. They do. Yeah. Yeah. That really adds a lot of flavor. It, it does. The stab. Yeah. They, they actually stab it with a spork. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck sporks. Can we talk about that? I fucking hate sporks. Sporks suck so much. Sporks can suck my dick. They're not really good as either a spoon or a fork. No, because as a spoon, you have these little prongs that are stabbing you in the tongue. And as a fork, you can't really get anything that far onto them. Right. God, fuck. hate. I fucking hate sporks. They're terrible. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. They're really not great. (laughs) I, um... I do have I do have something at home called a nork that's like a it's a knife and a fork. See, but I can see that working because you could just make one of the edges into a blade and that wouldn't impact the accessibility of the fork at all. Right. It works great as a fork. The only problem is it's not great as a knife. I can't I it wouldn't be really long enough. I feel like to have like decent. uh, What's the word like? You know, cutability. Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, that's a word. Um, the real problem is they, they couldn't make it too sharp because you're putting the fork into your mouth. So oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So it kind of works, but it's, it's better than a, it's better than a spork. As long as you've got like a semi soft food. Fuck sporks, man. I want to find every plastic spork on the world, melt it down and turn them all into plastic dildos. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, and the sporks from Taco Bell, they're like, they're black. Yeah, so it works. Right. Works perfectly. Just make a bunch of giant black dildos. They have way more utility than a spork. Absolutely. Would you rather have to spend a day wearing a wet sweater or wet socks inside of your shoes? Wet socks inside of my shoes. I'm actually pretty used to that because... In, in my Camp Berry days, the, the swamp would keep my shoes pretty wet most of the time. Right on. I got you. Um, as someone who hates wet socks and loves a good pair of dry socks. I don't think anybody likes it, but I don't want to wear a, a damp sweater all day. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I would go with I think I would go with the wet socks. Oh, you would. OK. Yeah, because I mean, there have been a lot of days where I've like stepped in a puddle or yeah, whatever. And you, you get used to it pretty quick. Yeah. Eventually you get used to it. If you're at home with a pair of wet socks and had to keep them on, that'd be pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but the wet sweater, I feel like you just wouldn't get used to that. No. Right on. Um, what else we got here? <laughs> I like that one. I'm going to save that one for the end. Um, now not saying this is your favorite type of cookie, but if we exclude chocolate chip, because that's a boring answer, what's your favorite type of cookie? Snickerdoodle. Mine too. Really? Yeah, and I feel like that's a really underrated cookie. They're really fucking good. They are. 
It's like cinnamon toast crunch in a cookie. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. And they're usually pretty soft. Yes. Yeah, we talked Hell about our, yeah. our obsession. <laughs> Fucking pound that shit, bro. <laughs> absolutely. That's absolutely a big draw of it. If you gave me a crispy Snickerdoodle, I don't think I'd like it that much. No, it wouldn't work as well. Like it needs to be soft. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. God, hell yeah. I'm so happy that we were like spot on with that. Um, okay, if you could bring back one TV show, what would you want to bring back? Oh, fuck. That's a really hard question because I feel like all the shows I like most ended for a reason. Right. I don't think I can think of any shows that like got canceled that I would bring back. I, okay. I'll, I'll go with Futurama. Futurama had a pretty good like ending, solid ending. Okay. But you you could still bring it back. And Futurama was just really fucking solid. So I, that's not my answer, but I really, I really like Futurama. That's, Futurama that's is great. A, that's a great fucking show. I was going to say Seinfeld. Okay. I, mean, I can see why you'd say that. That's another one that works um, because there's no like real continuing plot. So you could just bring it back for whatever. And they would always have some sort of like, it's been off for so long. There's so many new like pop culture things that they could like work into it that would cause problems. I like to imagine that they bring it back, but like you're saying, they do, you know, reference all these new pop culture, maybe new technology, whatever. Yeah. But it's still like the young versions of all those actors. Yeah. And they all dress the same and have the same hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. They like genetically <laughs> cloned them to act in a new season of Seinfeld. Oh, that's fucking great. And the rest of the time they just like keep them in cages and torture them and it's just it's just hell for them but everybody else gets to be pretty happy about it yeah um there's uh i don't know if it's uh like an instagram or a twitter account i don't i don't follow it but um i've seen it pop up here and there but i think it's called like the modern seinfeld and they just make posts of like different seinfeld episodes if it were on today and one of them would be like getting pissed looking at their their phone seeing like like the three dots of like an incoming message and then like the person never sent me <laughs> I, I can absolutely see that yeah um and then i saved my 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 favorite question for last so in either in both of these scenarios you would never have to work again okay great love it already right you can do whatever you want with your time you've got unlimited food unlimited money unlimited resources whatever you want it's it's all for you but it comes at it comes at a price okay sure makes sense one you either have you either wet the bed every night oh god or two during all of your waking hours nickelback has to be playing i'd rather wet the bed every night <laughs> I, would, I would too and honestly not just to shit on nickelback but like i would because need- that'd be just like a quick deal with it in the morning and you're done kind of thing yeah i feel like you could find a workaround too, like find some kind of like easy containment system like some depends sure you could do adult diapers too like yeah but I like I would need some silence at some point. Like I couldn't just listen to anything constantly. Well, even listening to music that I like over and over, it starts to get to me, you know, right. Music that I don't like over and over. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would, I would also go with wet the bed. I like that. We were, we were pretty spot on with most of those, most of those answers today. True that. Nice been a little while since we did that little gem of a of a topic so yeah um i'm excited to see this isn't like really related at all to what you were talking about it's just kind of a thought i had i'm excited to see what kind of fast food is in oregon that we're not going to have here oh yeah like um i don't know if you have i don't know if you're going to have them out there or if it's even anything to get excited about but like jack in the box yeah well yeah i've heard people talk about i want to try it yeah and like uh, in and out that too. Yeah. Is that exclusively California or does that go up the coast too? I have no idea. I haven't looked it up. I want to like surprise myself. Like I could look up and say what fast foods in Oregon, but I want to surprise myself, you know? Yeah. 
I'm going to miss steak and shake though. I'm pretty sure it's a Midwest thing. Ouch. You're just going to have to let you really just need to eat it every day until you leave. I probably should. I probably should be getting it more than I have. Yeah. Damn. You love yourself some steak and shake. Yeah. It's going to be real hard to, to, to go without it. Cause like I told, mentioned on a previous episode, like that's my comfort food. That's why that's what I eat when I'm having a real rough day. Yeah. I have to find a new comfort. Maybe Jack in the box or in and out is comfortable. Maybe I doubt it though. It's fucking steak and shake, bro. Yeah. Maybe I'll have to like, like pack a cooler filled with steak and shake and like overnight that shit to you. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good, bro. Yeah. Or I mean, I guess your parents could do it too. I think, I think it was like founded in Indianapolis or somewhere in Indiana. You might, I have no idea, but you might be right. Well, we can both surprise you with some, with a cooler full of, uh, full of some steak burgers. But secretly, they are made of human hearts the whole time. I mean, who cares what they're made out of if they're delicious? I'd still eat them. Right? We've talked about eating people before. Have you ever eaten heart before? Not necessarily human heart, but just heart. Um, yes and no. Yes, I have, but I didn't. So apparently a lot of Coney Chili contains beef heart i wouldn't count it if it's like minced or grinded up into something into like if you had a sausage with heart in it i wouldn't count that okay then no i've never just like had a heart sitting on a plate and just cut into it i haven't had that myself but um a friend of mine years and years ago uh uh when i was in boy scouts he was a much older guy than me and i say much older but i'm thinking like i was probably 12 and he was probably like 17 okay um but on one of our campouts, he brought a jar of pickled deer heart. Oh, the pickled part is grossing me out. But no, dude, it was fucking delicious. It was pickled in like apple cider vinegar. Okay. And it was just dude it was so fucking good. Like heart meat is like nice and tough. Yeah. Uh, but like not in like a, an overcooked steak kind of way. Just just kind of like a tough meat. And like, yeah, it absorbed the apple cider vinegar really well. So it's just, oh, it was so fucking good. Huh? Yeah, I would give it a try. I um I got tacos once from a taco place around here and I got um I got tongue. I have not tried tongue yet myself. That was good. It was it was like super tender. I would assume so. These tongues are flexible little fuckers. Yeah, but they get worked a lot. Yeah, they do. Hell, <laughs> hell yeah, bro. We forgot to bring something up when we were telling the story about um, about the drinking fountain that was broken and would just continue running and making noise. I don't know how we skipped over this, but we totally forgot to talk about the toilet that would just moan. <laughs> I forgot that was a thing. I thought about it listening to it and it was like, <laughs> holy fuck. That was like a, a, probably around the same time too. Um, it was the women's bathroom, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. <laughs> the toilet in the women's bathroom at World Market. For I, this went on for quite a while. It was, yeah, it was a thing for a bit, and it kept getting worse. But <laughs> every time you'd flush it, it would just make this noise. It was like, oh, <laughs> it's a great impression of it, and you could hear it like out in the fucking hallway. Yeah. Yeah, and it was people, so fucking loud. People would be like, what is that? <laughs> and remember, like, the longer it went on, the worse it got. Yeah, it kept getting louder. Oh, God. Oh, that's so fucking funny. I completely forgot about that, but that's hilarious. I remember the first time I heard it. I'm I'm pretty sure I was I was in the men's bathroom. He <laughs> <laughs> was like moaning more myrtle from the other room. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? fuck is happening in the women's bathroom oh my god yeah no i remember that feeling like you just be sitting there and that sound would start to play and you'd be like what the fuck oh, oh it's it's the toilet oh yeah it, it it's fine not a not a big deal oh god so many fucking weird shit happened on our old store um i got a text from our boy bradley earlier today he um he found a note that our old boy jeff wrote and Jeff and I had this running joke about um, stock goblins. 
Mm-hmm. And at Christmas time during overnight, the stock goblins would um like after we left the store, they would uh they would put out stock for us. Yeah, but that's they, how it works. But they weren't really great at it because you know they're little goblins. Sometimes they'd get into trouble. Sure. And we um uh we used to sell this like Christmas soda called like I'm gonna probably gonna butcher the name, but it was like Jewel Moost or something like that. And we would joke around that they would they would help us out in stock, but they would shake up all of the bottles. <laughs> <laughs> um and Bradley sent me a picture of like a note that he found tucked behind one of the registers. And I'll read it to you because it was it was it's pretty nice. It, very nice. Very nice. Respect is nice. Um, we stock goblins are a proud and noble race in return. Uh, in return for clemency, we pledge our undying stock assistance and to keep our hijinks to a minimum. Do ye accept? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like it was written by Jeff. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Good stuff. Yeah, hell yeah. God. It's really got to be getting that time of year over there. Yeah, I think I imagine they've already got it set up. We're in October now. Yeah. Yeah, do you remember the remember when we set it up before Halloween? Well, yeah, like I I think we set it up in September the year but the year before I left. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that might be a thing. I I think it's already set up. Um Man, I, I meant to bring this up earlier and um, when you were telling your your Luna UTI story, it reminded me of another UTI story. Okay. Um, I think it would have been the last year you were at. Well, our last Christmas or maybe it might have been the Christmas before. Um, but one of uh one of our employees emailed the store saying that she wasn't going to be able to come to work because she had a UTI. I don't remember this at all. And she was in a lot of pain. That's like TMI. It's way too much TMI. UTI equals TMI. <laughs> but then fucking Tom. Of course. We were like we were in the office together and he saw the email and he reads it and he's like, what's a UT? What's a UD? Oh my God. We're like, Tim, it's Tom. Tom, it's a UT high. He's like, Oh, Oh, (laughs) Oh, what? Why would she tell us about that? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Why would she divulge that much information? See, I don't remember this happening, but I feel like I know who it might've been. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm not gonna not gonna say her name because I think she still works there actually. Okay, but um, yeah, no, some of that, and she also called up and I answered the phone and she told me. Did you say next time you can just say you're not feeling well? Like that's all right. Yeah, like like shitholes here call off all the time. Like it's fine. You're you're a good employee. We like you. Like we. We'll believe you if you say you're sick. And yeah. Ugh. Had a UT. <laughs> Fucking Tom. Oh, Tom. That Australian horn dog. Yeah. I was going to call, call him an, an Aussie fuck, but close it close enough. <laughs> Either way. I always have like this crippling fear that anytime I need to call off for any reason, people just aren't going to believe me. Yeah. Like I never call off without reason, like ever. I never call off just because I want like a day off. Yeah. Um, but like and, and and also like I don't call off hardly ever. Like in 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 the almost two years I've worked at my current job, I've called off three times. Okay. So like, you know, I shouldn't have any fear that people think I'm lying, because like I think I've got a pretty good track record that I don't just call off for no reason. Yeah. But it's like the littlest thing like the like I, I, I had to call off last year because my uh, my car's alternator needed to be replaced. 
Yeah. And um, they couldn't, they couldn't do it in time for me to like get my car back. And so I, I, I email or I texted uh, uh, my boss and I was like, I can't come in tomorrow. My car uh, uh, um, is being worked on and I, I don't have a way to get to work tomorrow. And it was totally fine. And he was cool with it. And like, we figured out uh, how to make sure all the orders got done and all that. But I was still like, he doesn't believe me. He doesn't fucking believe me. I'm gonna have to bring the receipt to work and show him. <laughs> right. Yeah. I know. I know. I, I always felt. Well, I mean, I still do feel the same way. I just I don't call off. The only time I would even call off at World Market, and that was a job that I didn't take super seriously or even care about. But still, like I always felt super guilty, even if I needed to call off. Yeah. The only time I would call off or like go home sick was like when Carissa would like make us. Did she ever do that for you? Like if you were like sick in the slightest, she'd be like, go home, get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. She did that at some point, I think. And I would take her up on that. Cause I just had like an ass load of sick time that I could never use. So sure. That was the great thing about world market. Like especially towards the end of our employments there, um, they're always looking for us to cut hours. So if we didn't really have anything to do, we could just go home. Yeah. And like, I, I always had enough vacation time that didn't really matter. Yeah. Where I work now, it's like, you know, I have a pretty defined set of tasks to do within my own job. And there's some days that like, it doesn't take me that long to finish everything, but like, I can't just go home cause there's like stuff to do elsewhere. And it's like, well, but I did my thing. Can I go, can I just go home early just this one time? But that's a no. Oh, it's a hard. No. Damn. That sucks. Yeah. It's kind of lame. So instead I just waste a lot of time and do things really slowly because I don't want to do anything else. Right on. I hear you. Um, you got any new delicious sweets since the last time we've talked? I know you guys get like seasonal items. I was hoping maybe there's like a new cake or cookie or no, we got all the holiday pies in pecan, chocolate pecan, pumpkin, vegan pumpkin. That's you, it. you didn't order too many. Did you? No, I did not. Oh, whew. oh, good. I, I was a little worried. We switched to a new brand, though, and I don't think people are going to like it because people really liked our old brand. Oh, sometimes it's, it's just like, why did you switch? People liked what we had, but I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I finished Bloodborne. Okay. It's another one of those very difficult video games that I uh, talked about for a bit of uh, not that long ago. You know, it's in the Dark Souls family. Yep. Um, really enjoyed Bloodborne. Really good game. Uh, uh, it's much faster than Dark Souls. Uh, uh, and it, it tends to be more reactive than Dark Souls. But I think, you know, for the most part, I didn't find it as difficult as Dark Souls. I was able to bust through pretty quickly. Um, the real problem was like the bosses. Like I talked on my uh, the last time I brought up Dark Souls, I talked about how Dark Souls bosses are supposed to be really hard and like Dark Souls 2 was really sad because I beat a bunch of the bosses like first try. Yeah. Bloodborne didn't have a lot of a ton of tough bosses either. There was a lot of bosses that I managed to beat either first try or like, you know, within a couple tries. Um, And you can chalk that up at least a small bit to me just being pretty good at these games. You know, I've I've played four of them now. I'm I'm, I've got like the basic skills to do it. You know, yeah, it's not like it's my first rodeo. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty used to figuring out how the bosses work, right? Yeah. So I'll, I'll give it a pass on that. But like, really, there weren't a lot of bosses that gave me too much trouble. And so I think maybe I wasn't the only one who had that because uh, there was a DLC for the game and all of the bosses in the DLC are way harder than anything in the base game. Okay. Especially, 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 especially the last boss, which is named Orphan of Kos. This boss took me four hours to beat. Okay. Four hours of just constantly fighting and dying to it. Wow. I don't know why. And like, I'll give kind like I, I, I started to fight it in like one stream. Then I spent a full three hour stream fighting it. And then just earlier this week, I fought it again. And in, 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 in the first half an hour of the stream, I finally beat it. And so when I beat him, all I had left to do to beat the game was beat one more boss. And then there was the final boss. And then there was the secret final boss that you only get by like doing a certain thing. 
Okay. The boss after him, I beat first try. The final boss I beat in two tries. The secret final boss I beat in two tries. <laughs> so it ended up being a really short stream. It was only an hour and a half. Okay. But like that just goes to show like for some reason, this boss was just way harder. Like it was the hardest part of the game by a long shot. I never got stuck on anything else. Like I got stuck on this boss. Huh? I don't know why it was such like an extreme difficulty spike right there. But this motherfucker just beat the shit out of me over and over. Huh? Interesting. But yeah, that's that's another check in the box. You know, that, that's uh, that's uh, three out of six of the current FromSoft games. Once once Elden Ring comes out, that'll be seven. But uh, three out of six beat now. Nice. Uh, Dark Souls three is next, but I'm putting a, a brief hiatus on the the, uh, the the series while I move. OK, once I'm I don't want to like, and I, you know, I don't want to do like two streams of Dark Souls three and then have to put it on. I and then just not be able to stream it for like three weeks. But yeah, so instead, once I'm settled down in Oregon, that's when I'll start playing Dark Souls three. Right on. I gotcha. Gotcha. Anyway, I thought I'd just bring that up because I mentioned I, I said I, I might talk about my thoughts on all of them at the very uh, once I beat them. So, yeah, nice. I just give a little brief synopsis. I like it. Um, this is going to come across as kind of kind of a weird topic. How do you feel about recycling? You know, I think recycling is really great and really important. I'm with you there. I think that America makes it very difficult to recycle. Yes. You know, in a, in a lot of European countries, in Japan, in Australia, like they have in most like public public locations, they have a trash can and they have a recycling bin and they have a metal recycling bin and, and like, like, like there's like paper, metal and plastic. Like they have, they have four bins like yeah. every, everywhere. Yeah. We don't have that. We just have trash cans. Yeah. Some some places around here have that. Yeah. Um. And the, and then like, you know, in apartment complexes, like there's a lot of part, like my last apartment complex didn't have any recycling whatsoever. Yeah. My, my current place doesn't, doesn't have any, my, my place here has specific bins that are for recycling that I have to like walk, walk like halfway across the, the complex to get to. Ugh. So I, I think, and you know, they're just mixed recycling too. They're not, yeah. you know, split up at all. I think, I, I think, you know, we should probably be doing a better job of making recycling a, an easier thing to do to incentivize people to do it. I would agree. Um, absolutely. Did you get it? No, I didn't get it. Damn it. Um, part of me thinks that recycling is a little bit of a scam though. <laughs> there, it's kind of like a diminishing returns kind of thing. Like the amount of product that you can actually recycle compared to how much is like put in recycling is pretty low from what I understand. Yeah, like there's a lot of wasted resources when it comes to recycling. A lot of like, you know, the infrastructure to recycle is not utilized correctly or, or not necessarily not utilized correctly, but can't be utilized better because there's just not so much. There's not as much recycling that can be done compared to what they tell us can be done. Yeah, well, and then like. I don't know, it, at least in terms of like cardboard recycling, like at World Market, we had a baler that would just bail up the cardboard into a giant cube. And then we would have to like pay a company to pick it up and take it away for us. Yeah. Like it, in a way, it's a little bit of a scam. Like we're paying you to operate your business and give you your raw materials. Yeah, basically. And I mean, the same thing kind of works for like, it, at least I think with most like city uh, recycling programs, like you have to pay like a monthly fee for your like recycling for them to like pick it up and recycle it. And then they bitch about things not being sorted properly. Like, like we're giving you the materials to turn into plastic, to turn around and sell to someone else. That's true. I hadn't thought of it that way. And, and you're making us pay to give it to you. So <laughs> you're paying to get the, the, the raw material and it, no, I mean, like we you're getting paid to get the raw material and you're getting paid to send out the, the, the processed material, right? It's like a net gain from you all on all fronts, right? Yeah, I had thought of it that way. Yeah, it's almost like um, I guess this isn't a perfect comparison, but like think about it, like working at the bakery. Think of like the companies that you get like your flour from if they like they gave you money to take the flour off of their hands and then you then turn around and make 
delicious goods out of it. Like, I'm confused. They sell flour. <laughs> well, they do. But they're giving you it. It's it would be the same thing. Like, it's the raw material you need. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Yeah, ju- just from I said it wasn't perfect, but yeah, like from the raw material aspect, like imagine any sort of business where you produce anything and someone is like giving you the raw product you need to, that you're going to then turn around and sell and also giving you money for it. Yeah. Yeah. If I was getting paid for every pallet of flour I got, that would be very strange. Yeah. Right. It's it seems a little scamish, but yeah, I don't know. I think about that whenever I see a Baylor. Baylor, I hardly know her. Oh, remember those crazy Baylor motherfuckers that would come and pick them up and like do weird shit and like flip them on their side and upside down. They had skills though. They knew what the fuck they were doing. I know that guy was cool. Like the one who came most often. Yeah, I liked him. Like we we weren't supposed to like let people who didn't work for us operate our forklifts. That was like a company policy. Yeah. We fucking did. Yeah. He would come in expecting the key because <laughs> he was just used to it. And like, I didn't fucking question. I was like, yeah, take it. Fuck it. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And like, I, I was a pretty, pretty skilled forklift operator. I'd say I was a well as well. You know, but, I knew what I was doing, but I couldn't do any of the shit they did. No, he would want me to do some crazy ass shit. <laughs> he like asked you to like push some in further so you can make room for more. And, and he's like, like, okay, back up, back up the high low, like 10 feet. And then just ram the forks into this bale. <laughs> and I was like, mm, I don't know that I feel okay doing that. I wonder if they have forklift competitions. Maybe oh. that's why we're paying them so they can pay for entrance into forklift competitions and he can show off his skills. Maybe they better start televising that shit. I'd watch forklift Olympics. Can yeah. you imagine like like a game of soccer and being done using forklifts? Oh, that'd be fucking awesome because they could like they could use the, the 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 forks to like kick the ball up into the air. Hell yeah, that'd be sick. Oh my gosh, um, one time, God, this was years and years ago. I um, I uh, I had an internship at this auto plant, and um. Uh, my job, part of my job was like, uh, shipping and receiving. And I would, um, I would end up having to spend a lot of time just like hanging out with the forklift lift operators. And they had a lot of downtime in between trucks. And the one guy told me a story about the one plant that they were at. They would play this game where they would see who could kill the largest rat with, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fuck <laughs> with the forklift so there was this dumpster out back and it had like a giant hole rusted in like like the bottom side of it and <laughs> they would like pull the forklift over there and lift the forks up above the top of the hole and then move them side to side and like tap it on the side of the dumpster <laughs> what the to scare out the rat and then quickly try and like squish it drop the forks down that's so fucked up though (laughs) it is so fucked up i honestly haven't thought about that until until you mentioned (laughs) like the forklift olympics oh my god well that can be on there yeah maybe maybe we're making like robotic mice or something yeah it's a little less cruel but yeah because that that is pretty fucked it's a fuck it's kind of fucked up but it's also kind of hilarious um I didn't mention this on the podcast, but I, I had a situation a couple weeks ago. Okay. Uh, I was driving to work and you know, when I drive to work, it's, you know, four 45 in the morning. It's super dark outside. Yeah. Um, I was coming around a, a, a corner and like all of a sudden in my headlights, a skunk and I did not have time to swerve away. Okay. I ran over a skunk and I felt terrible because I'd never run over anything. I always like swerved to avoid it. You know, I'm not Okay. I'm very empathetic towards animal life. And I felt, I felt fucking awful. Like I immediately had this, like my heart dropped and I, I, I audibly was like, Oh, 
this skunk wasn't bothering anybody. He was just chilling. Yeah. I know I know we don't like skunks because they're stinky, but that's just their defense mechanism. Like skunks are pretty cute otherwise. They're just trying to protect themselves. Yeah, I felt awful about it. But even worse than that, for the next several days, my car smelled like fucking skunk. Yeah. Oh, it like worked its way inside. Oh. Oh, it smelled awful. Gross. I had to like drive with the windows down for a few days. Yeah. At least the weather's been fairly nice. Yeah. Yeah, we've had we've had a lot of rainy days lately too. Today it was like it was bright and sunny, but now it's like overcast. Yeah, it was yesterday it was like hot yesterday. Like spicy hot. It was yeah. it was really warm. I think this is the uh calm before the storm. I think we're about to drop down drop down low. How low can you go? All the way can you go down low? Can you go all the way to, I don't know the song. All the way to the flow? That's it. Can you take it to the top? Can you never, never stop? There you go. No, I stopped a long time ago. I, 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 grew, I grew to six feet and I was done. Yeah. I also stopped a long time ago. I grew to five, six and I stopped. Mm-hmm. I'm just a short little fuck. Cringy. Yeah. Uh, Why are you moaning? Uh, or did someone flush the toilet? Uh, <laughs>